by the fans for the fans covering all four major sports in the district of champions it's the dc crossover podcast with your hosts mike cerrone and ben simpson hello and welcome to episode 138 of the I'm ben simpson that is mike cerrone glad to have you with us for yet another installment of the show you can find us in a variety of channels uh first off you can find us of course on the old classic the tweet machine uh find us on there at the dc crossover and at serone 16 and then of course the big place to find us nowadays is the talk that's what mike likes to rain the talk uh find us on tiktok dc crossover podcast on there uh mike puts up the clips of the show and things are happening over there i mean we're getting uh we're getting views out the wazoo yeah honestly you know we, we have we're growing a small follower base which is good um but the biggest thing is for for tiktok the biggest thing is likes because Go, yeah. Going through TikTok, at least for me, you know, when I'm bored or when, you know, usually before bed for about 30, 40 minutes or whatever, because um, obviously time seems to fly by when you're watching TikTok. The biggest mm-hmm. thing for me is I only, I only like, like the videos that I want to show someone later, like someone in person, because a lot of people don't have TikTok, obviously. So my biggest thing is I think likes mean a ton, even though you have some people on there that are just like liking every video they see. But for us, it's like, I like how I'm saying like when I'm talking about likes. It's kind of it's, it's kind of weird, but um, <laughs> overall with TikTok, like I said, we're growing the small uh, follower base right now because followers is more so for Twitter and Facebook and different stuff of that nature or Instagram, I should say. Uh, but honestly, with TikTok, it's more about likes and different stuff like that. And we have eclipsed the thousand like mark, which is awesome. Wow! So, let's get the uh, get, let's get the applause going for that. Yeah. There it is. There it is. There it is. Craig was even surprised I'll take that. too. I don't know if you heard. I'll take that for sure. I don't think you heard Craig though. He was surprised earlier uh, when I told him Craig Melvin. Um, oh God! See, the problem is I have them <laughs> on different boards. There we go. <laughs> there he is. Um, oh, but but by the way, real quick, you you talk about like the guys that are just like everything. Yeah. Um. So I had, and I'm pulling up our. Um, uh, Oh, here we go. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna share this real quick because okay. I I this this is the the people that I I hate um, are the here's my little screen share here. There so the people that are like, as you can see, the people that are just like they'll follow you 
and then they'll just say like follow back yeah, and they expect right. me to just so right. this this guy this joker here just followed us randomly and then they just say follow back thanks because you know that they don't <laughs> okay, they're not you. looking at your content they don't care about you at all right they just want another follow and then what's gonna happen is if i followed him then like a couple days later he'll unfollow us right and right. then you know that sort of stuff i hate that stuff yeah. that happens all the time i i that was a big instagram thing i think back in the day oh yeah i feel follow like was like you get random follows on instagram and then you follow them and the next thing you know they're gone they're well, ghosts. well that's why you look at tiktok and you have the people that are literally following seven thousand people and I'm following maybe not on our not on ours my personal one like I don't have any videos on there obviously on my personal one but I'm following maybe 80 people and it's because right. those are the ones that like either some of them are friends or whatever that don't post anything and then the other ones are maybe comedians or uh, some other different ones on there that I follow and I only follow like I said like 70 80 something like that and I only I have for some reason I have like 90 followers on there I have no idea why. Um, but at the same time, you're looking at it and just saying, it, it's weird when people did the whole follow for follow bit. I don't understand why they did that back in the day, but the good thing is overall, uh, and like I said, Craig Melvin's really excited about it. Um, he's, he's been going nuts lately about it. Well, Hey, it's, there, c- c- calm down, Craig. We know you're excited <laughs> about it, but the biggest thing about it is, like I said, I, I want to have likes and that's the biggest thing that when I'm editing these clips, I want to see something that we do during the show that is going to be a hit piece kind of thing. And I think that honestly, the last, geez, probably the last six or seven videos for the, for the most part, obviously our Festivus one was kind of a, you know, this is a highlight video. So it didn't really hit hit any home runs, but our last video, funny, funny, just, I mean, to look at it, our last video, which was me reviewing Cheese it hot buffalo, <laughs> cheese it. Right, right. <laughs> got like a hundred and like sixty likes or something of that nature, and wow. And it's weird because I looked at it the next day, and all of a sudden it was blown up, and I was like, "Wait a second, this is this is weird." Like I, I was like, first of all, I'm just reviewing cheese it's. It's like, I'm not the king like, of the cheese it's, man. It's, it's not groundbreaking material here, but. Long story short, we ended up getting about, I think we have about 1,070-some likes right now, which is good because our last, I don't know, maybe six or seven videos or so have tallied up to probably close to 300 likes for the most part, probably two to 300, uh, which has been awesome. So thank you guys for uh, liking videos and following them and sharing them, all that kind of stuff, because I have seen some people comment on there so on and so forth. But definitely check out, like Ben said, the Twitter uh, Facebook, not really so much. YouTube sometimes, and also the talk. Yeah, and we we have been starting to do more and more live episodes as well. Right, right. We'll probably try to crank out one or two of those a month. So look out for those uh, on, and they'll be streaming on all those platforms: Twitter and Facebook and uh, and YouTube. Those those three major ones. It'll be on there. Shout out to the Predators who joined us last yeah. live stream, and which was crazy because we've been talking about that guy or girl. We still have no idea, and they just kind of sh- hopped on, asked one question, we gave our answer, and then they disappeared. And we probably won't see them again for a while. So who? Knows. Well, the first thing uh, they, did, they did where they were like, yeah. "Hey," and we're yeah, that's all they said. They were like, "Hello," Hello. yeah, and it was like, "All right, Hello. Hello. And, and it, was, it was like, "All right, predators." We got really excited. We got really excited. Then before all... we get into uh, the rewind, <laughs> we got a lot to going on. I did want to. Uh, Mike and I were chatting last night, and then uh, I got a text from you, a follow up text after our conversation, <laughs> uh, saying you had an interesting gas station experience. So I wanted to hear this before we get into our packed episode. Yes. Yeah, so I, I was doing something prior uh, to filling out my gas and whatnot, and I gave you a call to kind of fill you in on what was going on in my life. 
and stuff like that. Obviously, before the Detroit game. So go Lions, by the way. Um, yeah. Yep. So the last thing you want is to be filling up your gas, which no one likes to do. I mean, no. let's be honest here. No one likes no, Especially not in these gas. cold winter months. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cold winter months, man. And that's the biggest thing is no one likes filling up their gas when it's cold outside. And you don't want to be that guy that has to go and scurry into your car and close the door and say, ooh, I need to, you know, Mr. Miyagi, my hands yeah. to get them warm. Ooh, 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 ooh. You know, I don't want to do all that stuff. You know, I don't want to be that guy. So I braved the no. elements. It was like probably 30 degrees. It was 9 o'clock at night. And I'm like standing there next to my car. I'm a car leaner. I lean yeah. on the car when I, I'm the gas is going. I'm a car leaner. You're not supposed to have your phone out, yeah, because like apparently you could like set the whole place on fire. <laughs> Blow it up. So you're, <laughs> I don't. I still don't even fully understand how either. that is a thing. But they're like, if you have your phone out, like outside the car, like this whole thing could blow. Uh, but you know, whatever. I'll listen to him, I guess. But yeah, I'm I'm a, I'm a lean against the the car guy. Right. I, I I like leaning against the car, but sometimes if the car like maybe if it snowed or something like that happened, or I haven't got a wash in a little bit. Then it gets my right. clothes dirty, so I'm 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 more Ooh, more, okay, more of that. like a like a stander slash you know just like stare at the numbers <laughs> kind of guy. Yeah, I like the ones that have the screen going, and you got like yeah, Maria Manunos talking to you or whatever, and they're like they tell you the, the weather high, seven times. Tracks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they tell you the weather seventeen. How times? come the show isn't on the on the Shell gas station screens? That, I mean, it could be so easy for them to just put our show on there. Yeah, you know, yeah, put something on there. I mean, they could talk about anything. I mean, it's always the same like thirty second clip that they they play that says, "Oh, the top Spotify tracks of nineteen seventy two. You know. Or right, whatever, right. and it's it's just crazy. So, again, the worst part about getting gas is when it's cold outside, or maybe the pump. I was at a Seven Eleven gas station like a month ago, and because uh, it was on my Get Upside app, and I started pumping the gas, and the gas was coming out so slow, it felt like it was just a faucet dripping. I was there oh. for probably twenty minutes getting my oh, gas tank filled. It was terrible. Like there was no there was no power. Uh, anyways, so that's besides the point. So. I'm at this Sunoco or whatever, Get Upside, by the way. If I can't make it to Costco, I have to get on Get Upside and uh, use that app. And it was like 23 cents back, probably because it was late at night on a Sunday and no one was out. So right. I ended up going there. And this one guy pulls to the same pump as me, but the uh, other side. Yeah. And I'm sitting there and I saw him pull up, whatever, pump my gas. All of a sudden, this, this uh, man of ethnic descent comes around and he looks at me and I kind of like look at him and then he's like, Oh no, I, I'm not going to do an accent. Let's avoid getting canceled. Yeah. Here. yeah. So he was like, hello, sir. And I was, <laughs> and I was like, hello, <laughs> like, like, what do you want? And uh, I first thought he was going to tell me to help him pay for the gas. And I was going to say, no, oh, no. Sir. Yeah. That's always a, yeah. You don't No, yeah. Thank you. So all of a sudden he says, hello, sir. And I said, hello, you know, what do you want? Pretty much. And he says, uh, can I ask you a question? I said, oh, oh God. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Sunday night, trying to go back and watch the football game. Uh, and I said, I, I guess. And I'm, I, of course, I immediately look at the pump to see how many gallons I have. Left yeah, you're like, okay, well, how much time do I have here? So I look at it. And thank God the pump was going fast. Um, but he looks at me and he says, so <laughs> I'm just laughing, just thinking about it. He's like, how much would you charge me to clean your garbage cans? <laughs> what? <laughs> and I look at him and I said, what? <laughs> he said, how much would you charge me 
to clean your trash bins in your home. And I was like, what are you, what are you talking about? He said, clean my trash bin. That's the whole point is there's <laughs> the bags keep them, the bins from being clean, he, from being dirty. Exactly. There's a trash bag. And there's, there's already an invention for this. Yeah, and he says, he says, you know, clean your trash bins. I said, are you talking about the big ones outside your garage that you throw all your trash bags in? And he was like, no, 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 no. The ones inside your, your home. And I, I mean, and I said, <laughs> I was like, wait, wait I'm, I'm, I said, I'm confused, man. Like you want to clean the trash it's an can. Unnecessary job. And he looks at me. He's like, I'm just trying to make, and again, he had an accent and whatnot. Oh, no. And he's like, I'm just trying to make extra cash. So do you have any ideas? Yeah, that's not it, buddy. You're choosing <laughs> something that just, there's no need for. He said, yeah. he, he said, I'm just trying to make any side cash. Do you have any extra ideas of a trade I could do? And I'm like. <laughs> buddy i don't know what you, i don't know how, i don't I, it's nine o'clock i'm trying to go watch the game I, I'm, I'm, at a, <laughs> I'm, at a, I'm at a gas station like i don't have my, my brain's not firing all cylinders to see what kind of trade you want to do to see what you could do to make more cash and but that he picked out of every like he could have said so many other things oh, yeah. he could have been like what does it cost like you said maybe to clean like the big bins that are outside yeah, yeah. or like uh what does it cost to you know pull the weeds or like you know there's all these different Something. things he could have said but to clean the trash oh. cans that are inside <laughs> your house yep. where no trash is touching that because there's a bag that's separating it that literally keeps it pristine pretty much yep. There's no need for it. They make scented uh, trash bags now, and it's like yeah, they they do. My tra- my trash smells great. Yes, and the problem is, is that when he asked me that, I was like, dude, I, I'm I'm at a loss, man. I I just I got nothing for you. And he looks at me and he and he says, so how much? And he keeps going on. Oh, he's God. like, so <laughs> how much would you charge? You got to give him a number at that point. Yeah, I, he's like, so how much would you charge me to come oh, clean God. your trash cans? And I said, oh, and I, no. I, I said, or he keeps saying trash bins. Uh, yeah, and, yeah, and I said mine and he was like yes yours how much would you charge me i said what per month and <laughs> yeah, what, what, yeah what's the question is it per bin is it per like what are we talking this here? Is the kicker is he said no once every four months <laughs> and i was like wait what what this is so unnecessary once a quarter <laughs> or you no know, quarters three but you know this guy wants to show up three times a year once every four months <laughs> to clean something that doesn't need to be clean <laughs> yeah and he asked like me, what would you charge i don't know five hundred thousand dollars <laughs> like this is an unnecessary thing you should have straight face been like i don't know uh maybe about you know uh, what i would but first of all it's not what you would charge him yeah he's not he's not paying you to do this <laughs> right, task right, right so it would be you paying him i don't what would you pay him i don't know 50 cents like i don't know i don't know what i would pay for that i don't need it to happen exactly and that's that's my whole point is that he literally couldn't get off this trash bin situation and i'm like i i don't know dude 50 bucks he's like that is uh, why he's like i'm just trying to make extra cash in today's world and i said that's not it man okay okay well that's not it i said so so finally the the click happens and my my gas is done pumping and I oh, yeah, us- usually I, I I do an extra pump just to get it to yeah a I, couple couple clicks I, yeah I do a little yeah. uh, divisible of five just so if I look right, at my right. my pay stub or something like that or my bank account and it says like seventy seven I know someone's using my gas uh, or using my card or something like that oh I have never even thought about that yeah well <laughs> I, I honestly I've done it for years and I never check it so it's never come up <laughs> so yeah. it just I don't, whatever so 
that time I said, screw it. I'm just leaving. <laughs> I said, I'm not, yeah, I'm yeah, not doing no. the extra. You left clicks. the thing in your car. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you just pulled away you with it. Put it back on. Uh, that was no, but then when you got home, though, you were looking at that trash bin and you were going, you know, this thing's a little dirty. Yeah, this, <laughs> Maybe it, I could it, be this guy. Yeah, yeah, this guy needs to come out here three times a year to do it. You know, now you're going to think of that like if you ever. I mean, like sometimes, like your your trash bag breaks, yep. or like you you maybe like mishandle the transition of putting the new bag on, and maybe you accidentally get a piece of trash below the bag or something. Next yeah. time that happens, you're gonna think about that guy. You're gonna be like, I could have paid that guy. Uh, yeah. come, come <laughs> I could have I could have paid that guy to come clean. Also, the... how long would that take? You know, ten minutes, yeah. like for him to come do <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. And he's and he told me he's like, I leave over here and because I was in Ashburn, he's like, I live in Goose Creek Village, and I said, I don't. <laughs> like it's like yeah. you're gonna drive and use gas. <laughs> drive to Hernan to clean my already clean trash bin. Yeah, I'm like, I was just dumbfounded because you've been in those situations. Oh, that I you've hate been it. to a gas station and someone just looks at you and they, you know, they want to ask you something. Oh yeah, like there was a time uh, we were at the Sunoco down the street by the Chuck E. Cheese. And that's mm-hmm. a sketchy one. You don't really want to go that oh, one yeah. anyways. Uh, but nope. I was, you know, I was coming home one night and this guy and, and, and Jess is in, in, in the car and this guy ends up like kind of looking at me and saying, hey, man, I just need a dollar to put in my car so I can <sighs> so I can get down the street, and get home. And he said a dollar. So luckily I had a sure. dollar and I also wanted him to get away from me. So right, right. Sometimes <laughs> you got to just, yeah, yeah you got to yeah, just, yeah, just do it. So I gave him the dollar, but that's another situation. And then there's also the Costco gas situation where you always have this one little old lady who's like running around trying to find the gas station attendant because she, she's confused on how this mechanism works. And it's like, okay, <sighs> you put your card in, then you put your card in. And it, it's like, anyways, the gas stations are the one place that it's a, Pump and go. It's not a com- pump and go. It's not a conversation. No, hundred percent. No, it's not a conversation 100%. about trash bins or about that is about a, a, a new trade you want to get into because you want to make more money. Meanwhile, he's- yeah, I would tell that guy, no, that's that's not the right path. I don't, I don't think he's looking down the right avenue as far as uh, if he wants to make some extra cash, it's not to clean <laughs> trash but bins. Th- I think the weirdest part, though, and this is the last thing I'll say about it, is that he literally looked at me at a gas station at nine o'clock at night on a Sunday. Yeah. And Not the de- best business pitch. <laughs> it time. decided that was the place that he needed that... to pitch this trash bin. Cleaning Maybe you service. just look like you're a guy with dirty trash bins. I don't know. I, I mean, Maybe he's like, this guy's probably trash bins are, are dirty. Let me, let me try this on him. Cause yeah. yeah, it's not like, I mean, he was also f- there to fill up his car. Yeah. So it's not like he was like just hanging around waiting for anybody to come up. He just, was filling up his car and then thought now's a good time to pitch the business idea. Right, right. And I was like, and that's why I literally texted you immediately and said, I, I got to talk about this. Because, I mean, yeah. it was the weird, like, I got in the car and I was like, this just happened. Like, this guy literally just came up to me and starts pitching me like a Shark Tank thing where, oh, I got a trash bin service called, you know, Clean, clean Bins or something. Clean Bins <laughs> Inc. Or something. And he wanted yeah. to clean my trash cans, trash bins. And it just made me so confused because I, I did not expect that to happen. And I was more dumbfounded than anything when the guy's trying to ask me what, like you said, what I would charge him to come clean my trash. Yeah, I charge you. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I'll charge you hundreds of dollars for you to come <laughs> clean my bins. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, that's fine. Like, no my Ashburn. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get in the rewind machine. Chance to recap the previous week in D.C. sports in case 
you missed anything. We'll start with the Washington Nationals. Again, this type of news trickles up uh, every week or so here in the offseason. Uh, we'll, uh, really, the, the news for the Nats is they have found maybe their first baseman here for next season. They do have Dominic Smith now. Uh, signed him for one year, $2 million. This is a guy who a couple years ago he started kind of becoming more of a bigger name because he had a really good 2020 season. Uh, he has been pretty bad since then, but... Lefty first baseman. I can't remember if he's a switch hitter or not, but I, I know he's definitely. I've seen him bat lefty at the plate. So I think he is. Yeah. So so now we'll have a first baseman for next season. That's you're paying two million dollars. I mean that's nothing to see if hey maybe he can find his same stroke that he had in 2020. And if he does, you'll just flip him at the deadline and for exactly. uh, more prospects. Exactly. So uh, let's move on to the Washington Capitales. The Washington Capitales. Haven't heard that one in a while. So. The, the Caps, obviously, you know, they were on fire last week's episode. 23, 14, and 6 overall, third in the Metropolitan Division. They lost to the Buffalo Sabres, 5-4 to four in overtime. So, still got a point. Don't worry about that. Tage Thompson with a hat trick for the Sabres. Tage, Tag, Thompson. I, I don't even know what his name is because no one cares about the Sabres. Uh, Ovechkin with two goals. Milano with one. Dow with one. So, overall, pretty good performance. Still got a point. That's all that matters. Uh, then the next game, we beat Columbus 6-2 on Thursday. Oshie with two goals. Ovi with one. So, Ovi just piling up the goals at this point. I think he's on average to uh, score about 58 this year, which is kind of crazy. Uh, Strome with three assists. And then the nine-game point streak ends uh, when we lost to Nashville 3-2. to So, a very close game against the Preds. Nashville scores a go-ahead goal with 3.16 left, and that's always a dagger when you basically have no time to recover from a go-ahead goal. Uh, and then on Sunday, obviously, we had some guys return in Tom Wilson and Nicholas Backstrom. They won 1-0 against Columbus, so two wins against Columbus uh, as of late. Uh, Gustafson scores the lone goal, and Darcy Kemper with a shutout. So very good to see Kemper get the shutout, and very – I mean, honestly, it's very good to see two of our top guys come back, even though it's probably going to take them a little bit of time to get back into the swing of things. But moving on to the Wizardos of Washington. Yeah, light week for the Wizards. Two losses. Uh, after beating the Bucks originally over the weekend, they then lost to the Bucks on Tuesday because Giannis actually played in this one. 123-113. Giannis career-high, 55 points, huh. 10 rebounds, 7 assists. Uh, just a, a solid That's night right. out for him. Uh, Bradley Beal only played 13 minutes in this one. He's still got the hamstring issue. He's now uh, So he got pulled from this game, and he's going to be reevaluated in, in a week's time. So... Uh, no, you just you gave him all that money. Now he's not even playing. Kuz, 20 points. KP, 22. And then lost OKC, which is always kind of rough to lose to a team like that. 127-110. Uh, Shea Gilders-Alexander, 30 points. Josh Giddy, 29-5. and five. Pretty solid ga- uh, game for him. Uh, and for the Wizards, Kuz had 23. Gafford, 15-9. and nine. Not much else to speak of there as the Wiz kids fall to 17 and 23 now they are 11th in the eastern conference but uh we the 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 long season is finally over people as the washington commanders have ended their season eight eight and one 
record now as they beat Dallas 26 to 6. Uh this game has uh now caused quite a lot of discourse in Commander's Land because now you have uh folks crawling out of the woodwork to crown Sam Howell as the quarterback franchise quarterback now um as he does throw his first career touchdown pass and the commanders get the win really bad night from uh from Dak uh and a great night for the commanders including the defense fuller pick six but yeah I mean I guess my my first question is and it was something we were kind of batting around on on uh text earlier and uh is how much stock do you put into Howell's performance in that game, because again, people are, including the you know commanders, Twitter, and things like that. People are 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 now saying, "All right, I guess we found our guy. We don't need to go search for anybody." Sam Howell's our guy now. The biggest thing about this Howell mania, or whatever you want to call it, right now, is the whole entire season, and you can also include last season as well. Now, I'm not going to include two seasons ago because obviously recency effect for the most part. Last season, we had a bridge quarterback in Ryan Fitzpatrick. Thought we might have him for a season or two. Gets hurt, basically retires. Then Taylor Heineke comes in, gets a 7-9 record. Let me repeat that, a 7-9 record last year. Nothing to go crazy about people. Uh, and then, obviously, you see this past year with the whole entire Carson Wentz debacle. And then you see uh, Taylor Heineke come in there, and then he started faltering a- after the, the hot start. Um, and then Sam Howell comes in. And Sam Howell, the biggest thing about this is everyone just wants a quarterback. And they, they want a new shiny toy. And the biggest thing is that even when you're seeing on the screen here, if you're checking out YouTube uh, or even on TikTok, I mean, you can see him chuck the ball down 65, 70 yards. That's one of the biggest things is that this fan base wants a shiny new toy that can chuck the ball down the field. Now, I specifically remember texting you about this, that I was getting a little excited after the Jaguars game week one. I saw four touchdowns. I saw Carson Wentz lead a game-winning drive in that game against a now-playoff team uh, in the Jacksonville Jaguars. And my biggest thing was, I was like, wow, we might actually have a quarterback. And I think that's what yesterday gave this fan base because you're looking at Sam Howell and saying, honestly, this is one of the new shiny toys that has been getting a little pub, had some preseason nice throws here and there. And then now everyone is like, Hey, we might actually have a quarterback here. But the problem is I don't think that Brock Purdy, it might not be the guy in San Francisco. Do we think Sam Howell in the same situation with less games under his belt in the NFL than Brock Purdy is the guy after one, you know, not even a spectacular performance, an exciting performance. I think that this kind of measures up to a Taylor Heineke start uh, during that six game span where everything was going great because you look at it, the numbers weren't great. Yes. Sam Howell threw some darts. Yes. He used his legs a lot more, but you're looking at, the comparison between the two quarterbacks and the excitement with the fan base. I think the fan base sees that, you know, honestly, Sam Howe may or may not be the guy. You never know after one game, but you're also looking and saying, this is similar to the Heineke hype because Heineke didn't flash 
you know, every single quarter. He didn't go out there and, you know, blow the socks off of people, you know, blow the wheels off, the brakes off or whatever, you know, thing you want to say. Howell didn't either. Howell did fine. He did great. You know, he did fine, you know, in, in certain instances. He did great in certain passes. But he also is a rookie still. And he also has to shake off some of that rust because he hasn't started a game since UNC. So you're looking at it and saying he used to have first-round talent, may still do, but he dropped the fifth round for a reason. And now we need to really see and go into next season uh, and the draft and so on and so forth, free agency, and you know drop his name here and there, but not really go in saying this guy is the bona fide starter, period, done. Here's Sam Howell after the game talking to the team here. Yeah, Joey Sly. That's what, yeah. that's what you, so, that's what you, you left know, out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Joey Sly. So, I, yeah, I, 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 I'm not, not to interrupt you, but I, Joey Sly – I mean, I'm sorry, bud, but when you are have a 31-yard field goal and you hook it 20 yards to the left, I mean, and he didn't even look like, oh, man, the ground, I slipped or something like that. He just like, oh, man, I missed it. Like, come on, dude. That was just pitiful. You can go ahead now. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I think, and, and here's and here's J.P. Finley tweeting about it, um, you know, intrigued by his skill set, great zip and touch, runs well, pressed by his performance, ready for the moment, encouraged for next season. Yeah, I mean, I, I obviously, it's not like we want to come out and start saying you know negative things about Sam Howell after a, a decent game, a decent debut. I just, I, I, with what we've seen from this franchise and what you see in the NFL all the time with quarterbacks, uh, you just have to give it more time. You have to have a larger sample yeah, size. Because yeah. the worry is that we get too excited and then, you know, and then Howell week four is struggling and suddenly the franchise is turning on him and going, man, we should have gone and got Derek Carr. Or we should have gone and got, you know, some other veteran and, and things like that. And what were we thinking? Because we've just seen so many bad, you know, uh, bad quarterbacks come through yeah. here. So I think, you know, and, and this I will say this is this is kind of an, uh, an interesting point. Uh, here I'll put I'll share this one as well. Um, tweet here, you know, if you're telling me right now we could either start Sam Howell on a rookie deal or pay Derek Carr forty mil or Jimmy G twenty five to thirty mil and taking Howell all day with his potential on a cheap rookie deal, where you can use that money you save for offensive line linebacker and cornerback. And I do think there is a point to be made there that you know this team is not just the quarterback. There are some other positions that need some help. Right. right. Um, you do have some money to spend and, you know, maybe spending it on quarterback is not the smartest move. So I, I do think that that is possibly the case. I like to see, you know, maybe not spending, you know, big time money in the off season, but maybe throwing in another guy like a, maybe you can get Baker on a cheaper deal or something like that, where give a little competition in camp and see if, if, you know, who, who shines the most because, yeah, Sam Howell had a had a good game. He had a good game. You beat Dallas, but that was in a week, you know, final week of the season game that really didn't mean anything for the Commanders in the grand scheme of things. I'd like to see him with a little more pressure, a little more, you know, things on the line uh, before we suddenly crown him franchise QB. I but. think the biggest thing that I'm looking at for next season. Now, obviously, uh, everyone loves Heineke and everything like that, but I think Heineke honestly. 
is benefiting from the system. That's number one, because he's been with Scott Turner, so on and so forth, uh, for years now. But I think that he's also going to get a bigger deal that we're not going to want to pay. Uh, you know, you're not, we're paying him like $2 million right now. They don't want to sit there and say, okay, we want to pay $9 million for Taylor Heineke or whatever. Because I think certain people, like maybe San Francisco or certain, I don't know, I'm just saying San Francisco just in general because their quarterbacks keep getting hurt everywhere. Um, but certain places where a quarterback could get injured and stuff like that for the most part, uh, you know, maybe, you know, I mean, look at the Rams, for instance. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> Whoa. I was lost. <laughs> I went down the wrong pipe there. Uh, but you're looking at certain quarterbacks uh, that get hurt throughout the NFL, and Taylor Heineke can go in there and spot you three, four weeks. You know, we we've seen we've seen that happen. You know, for a couple of years now, for the most part, coming in there and winning some NFL games. So I don't think we're going to be able to pay him. So you know, good riddance. You know, we'll, we'll move on. But this is my uh, scenario for next year, and I want to see what your take is on this as well. Sure. So, thinking about it and reading that last tweet that we shared, I honestly agree that if you think about it, Carson's money comes off the books, and so does a few other people's. And honestly, I mean, look at William Jackson. We traded him, got some money for free as well. So, you're looking at it, we're having multiple millions of dollars. I mean, hefty millions of dollars, especially, like I said, with Carson Wentz coming off the books. I mean, that's over 25 to 30 million or whatever coming off the books right there. I think Sam Howell starts the season, or as you mentioned before, maybe sign Baker or something like that to be a backup, draft somebody in the mid to late rounds, someone that has some talent, maybe can step up, we'll see. Maybe that that would be your third stringer, kind of like what Sam Howell did this past year. And then go out and like that tweet said, sign extra linemen, maybe get a free agent lineman or two, and then maybe draft a couple and kind of rebuild this line, see what Sam Howell can do behind a fresh and uh, new face of the line, not not all these plug-and-play type guys, okay? And also see what you can do on the defensive side through free agency and whatnot because you got tons of money to free up, Okay. So you're looking at that, and like that one tweet said, you're going to have a rookie deal where you can even have more money than paying a uh, Derek Carr or something like that. Because, yes, I understand Derek Carr, pretty good quarterback and whatnot, or Jimmy G, more of a, a hyped-up game manager kind of thing. But I just think in this case, this case scenario, you're looking at the draft after this, like Caleb Williams and a few other ones that right. are out there. You never know what's going to happen. So – Maybe go out there, and yes, you're not throwing the season away because you're adding more expensive pieces. But I think if you have Sam Howell under the under the reins for an entire offseason, I mean, you heard that clip that he said, oh, this is the first week I'm throwing to Terry. Like, what if you got a whole offseason with him doing that? And then maybe build some – because you think about it, everyone did say first-round talent, but we don't know really what happened in the innards with the dropping back to the fifth round. But you're saying that a lot of people – think he's a great guy he balled out in college has has you know good touch nice zip as jp finley said in his tweet i just think that overall it could be a different face of this franchise uh for a season like i mean everyone wanted to give taylor heineke a tryout why not this guy because if you look at it we save a lot of money with carson maybe heineke off the books william jackson got traded so we, we have some money flowing in what do you think about building the team around howell 
for a season, seeing what he can do. Because if you think about it, then we're going to go out and draft somebody anyways the following season if it all comes down to right. crash and burn. So the, the contracts are going to be the exact same for the most part. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I, I think it's worth a shot. I mean, I don't see anything wrong with it. At this point, you're going to try anything. Yeah. And, and I think the th- one thing to not try is – Costing you know forty million dollars uh, on on a gamble on on Derek Carr, yeah, I, I'm with you. I think it's worth a try and see uh, see how the season goes, and maybe you find a diamond in the rough. And yeah, I think the big thing with Howell is he came into his last college season with a ton of hype. He was going to he was talked about as a top ten pick, and then he just didn't necessarily perform to that level throughout his uh, throughout that college season. He did have a good college career. Yep. But, yeah, I, I think it was that final season. He just wasn't necessarily the guy that some of these other guys that were, were drafted there in the first round were. So, um, so yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see where that goes. I, I think it gave you some intriguing glimpses to know, like, hey, this isn't a guy that's necessarily going to be a deer in the headlights. Like, it looked like it could be he's a guy that – He's not Nate Sudfeld. Like, right. He's and, not and one he's, of those guys. And he's a little older and things like that. So, yeah, I, I think uh, – I think it could work. I think it could work. I'm I'm hopeful. And 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 yeah, I agree with the money to spend go go fill some other positions out, build around hell if it doesn't work out. You should be able to get another rookie uh opportunity for the, for the next for the following draft. I agree. Yeah, honestly, the last thing I'll say is when you're looking at how, okay, he's got some intangibles, but at the soul at the same time, you you need to give the guy I mean because there's always that analogy of swinging and missing, okay? And we've swung and missed so many damn times over the last two decades. Everyone's yeah. going to sit there and blame Dan Snyder because he's the same denominator here, the common denominator, throughout those last two decades. The problem is is that we keep signing people that are swings and misses. Carson Wentz ended up being a swing and miss. Mark Brunel, yeah, he had some flashes, was a swing and a miss. Alex Smith, you know, uh, he got injured, which is unfortunate, but he was basically a swing and a miss for that, that matter. Brian Fitzpatrick, we signed him, veteran, swing and a miss, so on and so forth, to the point where you got to keep swinging for the fences. You're not going to hit a home run all the time. You might hit a little single that might get you through a season, okay? But you always want the home run because certain teams, look at the Chargers, okay? They had Phillip Rivers for so long, now they got Justin Herbert. So they don't really have any lull in that organization. And then you were looking at the Colts forever. They had Peyton Manning and they had Andrew Luck fall on their hands a season later. So you're looking at certain teams, they're getting lucky, okay? But all of a sudden, we're, you're seeing us like, yes, I love the Carson Wentz move because they actually, like I said last last episode, they tried. They gave some effort to get someone a little younger who's had some pedigree in this league. But you can't keep going out and signing guys that are, you know, in the retirement home. Uh, you yeah. know, and that goes along with the coaches that are all fossils anyways. But my biggest thing is you have to start – trying to figure out ways to go out and be innovative and try to figure out ways where maybe a guy can develop or something of that nature because we've been swinging and missing with older guys for so long to the point where it's getting a little old, you know, cliche, if you want to say old, uh, (laughs) you know, uh, pun intended. Um, But the biggest thing for me is you have to go out and try something new. And for a guy that's had talent that could have been, uh, in the first round, possibly, and like you mentioned earlier, really didn't have the best uh, senior season that he would like to. He still has Mac Brown as a coach at UNC. Still had, uh, you know, 
quality players at UNC that he could throw to. And now you're seeing him go out there, try to be a leader like he was at UNC. And you just got to, like I said, you got to try something new. And this could be a swing. But as of right now, it's up in the air whether it be a home run or whether it'll be a foul tip for a strikeout. There you go. Yeah, we'll see. I, I, we got now. We got all uh, summertime and springtime to think about it. Uh, let's let's play. I wanted to play this video for, that comes to us from Pete Haley from NBC Sports Washington. He put together this minute long video, kind of summing up the season. I have not seen this. I know you oh, have. You haven't. So I'm, I'm oh, excited. okay. No, I haven't. I, I wanted it. to save it for the show, so I'm gonna. That's all right. So so let me let me play it here. There you go. What a, uh, what a summary. That comes from, from Pete Haley. By the way, the podcast listeners will not have heard any of that, so I'll, I'll cut that out of the, uh, of the podcast feed. Sorry. That's, that just encourages you to go and listen and, and watch the YouTube version uh, on our YouTube channel because uh, we put videos uh, from the show, uh, videos, that's where, we, that's where we put them. So definitely uh, check out the uh, the the video version of the show when you get a chance, um, and then the the last thing I want to touch on here is the Commanders home and away slate was released um, for for next season. So home obviously Dallas Giants Philly, uh, then you got Arizona at home, uh, San Fran at home, Buffalo Miami and Chicago on the road next season. Dallas New York Philadelphia of course, and then you got Rams. Seattle, New England, Jets, Atlanta, and Denver. Obviously, a little too early. We don't even know what the team's going to be. Anything just just in, in your immediate reaction, anything you're excited about on that schedule? Not really excited about anything, to be honest with you, because it's so early, like you mentioned. But you're looking at some of these teams, and the Rams, yes, they didn't have a great you know season, but what's going to happen with McVay? Obviously, people are going to be more – uh, healthy when it comes to Stafford and Cup and so on and so forth. Denver, you never know who their next coach is going to be if they're going to mess with Russ. So that's going to be unfortunate if we have to go into Denver and say they're you know ten and four or something like that. Um, and then Chicago, they got the number one overall pick. What's going to happen with them? Uh, is Tua going to still play with all the million concussions he has? So just overall, a lot of these teams are going to be different. A lot of them are going to be a lot healthier. So if you look at it. Injuries did play a factor in some of their records this year, but just in general, I mean, you never know what's going to happen with the draft, free agency, so on and so forth, coaches. Um, so, honestly, I mean, look at Arizona. They have a, they're going to get a new coach. Denver's going to get a new coach. I mean, they're just go down the list, and it's going to be all different next year. So, we're going to have to start attesting to that uh, closer to the summer. Yes, that will be we'll, – we'll definitely do some some breakdowns and things like that. Uh, when it gets to to that time, uh, but yeah, we wanted to touch briefly on the, of course, the NFL playoffs as as the stage uh, is set there, and I'm gonna pull up the uh, brackets here. We gotta for, get this on record. We gotta get it on record for us to discuss. Um, because once we say, oh yeah, I got all those picks right, then you know we can go back to this. Man, this is a this is a bad version of the bracket. It's hard to zoom in here. Um, <clears throat> well, whatever. It, it'll it'll work. We'll we'll, we'll make it work. Um, they can see it. Yeah, yeah. As long as they can see it at home. Um, all right. So let's go through these. Let's go through and we'll get our our, our, our picks on uh, on on record here. Uh, yeah, let's do it. So all right. So let us actually. There we go. Bring it up. Um, 
All right, so I guess we might as well just start. We'll start in the top left. So I'll, I'll let you go first here. So Chargers, Jags, the 5-4 matchup. Winner plays the Chiefs. Who you got? So I wanted to pick the Jags because I love their story. I love them going from the number one overall pick last year and the year – actually, no, yeah, number one overall pick last year with Trevor Lawrence. Uh, and then all of a sudden making uh, – or two years – was it two years ago? Yes, two years ago. Sorry. So the, I'm getting all mixed up. The number one overall pick two years ago with Trevor Lawrence, and then obviously the number one overall pick this past year as well. Two number one overall picks in two years, all of a sudden to now making the playoffs, which is awesome to see. I wanted to go with the Jacks. I love, like I said, their story. And just in general, I love Trevor Lawrence watching him play. Uh, I had someone today at work say, I, I can't stand Trevor Lawrence. And I'm like, well, he's a good quarterback, and I like watching him play. So that's how it is. But the team that I'm picking are the Chargers, number five seed, mainly because I think that their offense is really potent, and I do like the addition of Keenan Allen back in the fold. So I'm going with the Chargers. Yeah, um, I feel like I'll have to lean that way as well. I do like the Chargers in that. Um, you know, I just think that uh, people kind of overlook them because they're out on the West Coast. Nobody's really watching their games that much on this side of town. So, yeah, I'm going to go in Chargers. And then uh, I guess do we want to say the, the next round matchup or do we want to just stick with this first round and kind of go around the bracket? We can do whatever you want, man. You, you steer you steer this, this shit. All right, so, yeah, let's say uh, – all right, so Chargers – well, let's say who, who for the next one. So uh, both of us said Chargers. So Chargers, Chiefs. I mean, I'm going to say Chiefs. I, I think Chiefs will make it there uh, past that round. So I, I don't think I'm not going to think too too hard about that. Uh, do you, right. are you on the same wavelength there? In Arrowhead, I think the Chiefs have the advantage. Um, I think it's going to be a shootout. I think that game could be like a 42 to 33, or I don't know whatever score you want to say, a shootout kind of game. But I think that KC just has the pedigree, and they also have the home field advantage, so I'm going KC. All right, so we're both equal through the in the top left of the bracket. Now let's go bottom left. Ravens, Bengals. I will start here. I'm going to make this fun. I'm going to go – no, just kidding. I'm p- picking the Bengals in this one. I was like, <laughs> do I want to do that? No. I, I think since he's going to get it done here, I mean, yeah, the Ravens uh, obviously aren't quite the Ravens that they we've seen in the past. So, yeah, I'm sticking with Cincinnati. Baltimore won against Cincinnati uh, early in the season. I think it was six, uh, 19 to 17 or something of that nature. Uh, obviously, having Justin Tucker is a huge advantage. McPherson did really well, though, last playoffs. Um, but I, who knows if Lamar Jackson is going to play. They haven't confirmed it yet or not. Um, so Bengals has to be the easy choice here. If Lamar plays and he's somewhat healthy, they got slightly a shot, maybe a 60-30 chance. But right now it's like a 90-10 for me. So I'm going Bengals. Dolphins, Bills. Uh, Dolphins are tantalizing. I mean, obviously they're a fun story and all. but they're titillating. Yeah, there you go. But, uh, by the way, nice <laughs> F-bomb from Coach uh, Coach there that I have to go back and edit. Um, uh, I'm, I mean, but I, I got to ride with my guy, Josh Allen. I got I, he's He was my fantasy quarterback. And while we didn't win the championship this year, uh, I still think the Bills are going to be able to get it done here. And I like kind of the, the Bills-Cincy setup for the next oh, yeah. round. Obviously, a lot a lot going on with that matchup. So I'm definitely taking the Bills. It's turned into like a rivalry, which is kind of weird right. because a tragedy turns into a rivalry, which is kind of weird. I mean, now it's not a rivalry where they both hate each other. It's more so like a unfinished business type sure. of thing. Um, but I'm going Bills as well. I mean, I was going to pick the Bengals, 
but I, I just loved Josh Allen and how he can change a game with his legs and by you know throwing to you know Gabe Davis all the way down the field, which seems last year and the year before like it just happens all the time now. So I think this one's going to be a great game if it happens. Obviously, if that's how it uh, sh- shapes up to be, I'm going Bills as well. All right, now is when I'll go upset pick here. I'm going to take Bengals over the Bills next round and going to get the Bengals uh, to take on the Chiefs in the following round. So, I mean, I'm going with the a little bit of an upset there, three over two. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Bills. I'm sticking with the Bills, mainly for the sole fact that I, I, just, I just think that this whole entire DeMar Hamlin situation is going to give them so much motivation because you never – you always have to see a team – and what their motivation is. Because look what happened this past week. The Patriots had everything to play for. The Bills, not so much, obviously. They had to stick with the number two seed. But if you're looking at it, they didn't have a chance at number one. So winning was important, but it wasn't as important as it, as it would have been if the Chiefs would have lost. But you see them go out there, two kickoff returns. Josh Allen was throwing dimes left and right. Uh, he did have a couple crucial mistakes. But overall... I just think that the Bills have unfinished business, especially from last year uh, when they they lost the shootout to the to the Bengals and and uh, and whatnot, and also the shootout in overtime against uh, the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. So overall, I just think that uh, I think the Bills just have unfinished business uh, and also have the motivation to uh, get there. So Mike's final four: Bills and Chiefs on the left side. Uh, I'm I have the. Bengals and Chiefs on my left side. Top right, um, Cowboys and Bucks. Uh, I don't like either of these teams in this <laughs> matchup, man. I mean, like, look how bad the Cowboys just looked. And then the Bucks yeah, have been yeah. really kind of up and down as well. I mean, this might be ugly. Uh, I guess I'll let the Cowboys win this one because I'm sure they're going to lose the next game after that. So I'll, I'll let Dak uh, beat Tom there as Bucks over, uh, or excuse me, not Bucks, Cowboys over the Bucks. I'm going with Tom. Okay, you know, okay. I, I mean, he's got I, the experience. I, just, I, I get it. I get it. At full strength, if you think about it, at full strength, which both teams aren't at full strength right now, but at full strength, the Bucks beat them in the first game of the year. I think it was 19 to three or 19 to six, uh, which isn't that great of a score in general. Uh, but you're looking at it and saying Tom Brady. Still has it. I mean, he threw her 400 yards two weeks ago. True. So let's be honest here. So I think that he can go out there, especially because Dallas didn't rest their starters, so they still got some guys banged up because the commanders just they, you know gave them the business. So I think Tom Brady is going to win this first-round matchup against the boys from Dallas. Been meaning to put some some music behind this uh, this segment here. Uh, and all right, so you've got the Bucks over Dallas. I've got Dallas over the Bucks, but then I got the Eagles taking down whoever they face there. Eagles over the boys as the Eagles move into the final four for my pick. Wait, which one are we doing? Eagles, <laughs> Eagles again. So, okay. so for you, it'd be Eagles Bucks. Oh, oh yeah. Sorry, I was like, well, hold on a second. So yeah, Eagles Bucks going with Philly. Just, just, just mark it down. And I think they're the team of destiny this year in my in my eyes. I have them as in my big championship parlay where I put three da- three dollars down to win seventeen thousand dollars or whatever. There it is. So I need Georgia tonight to keep that going. Uh, all right, bottom right, the horny frogs. <laughs> I'm going Vikings over the Giants. And uh, I'm going San Fran over the Seahawks. 
Alrighty, so I'm going uh, Vikings over Giants. Screw the Giants. I think the Giants are on this roller coaster ride that they just never want to get off. Uh, but I just think they're so overrated. Yeah. I mean, they were picked to finish. Lions last. aren't in the playoffs, and the freaking Giants are. Get out of yeah. here. Yeah, yeah, the Giants Frauds. Trash. Frauds. Trash. Trash. I think TCU can yeah. do the Giants. Clean your trash bins. Um, yeah, clean your trash bins, uh, the Giants. Uh, so I'm going Vikings over Giants, and I'm going San Fran over Seattle. I think San, that might be a, uh, a blowout, let's be honest here. And then I'm going to let the Vikings get into the Final Four. I'm going Vikings Whoa. over San Fran. I kind of like the yeah, I kind of like the Vikings. I mean, when they're on, they're on. I mean, when Justin Jefferson is going off, when Dalvin's going off, Kirk's having a good game. I mean, that's that's when they're – I mean, the Vikings are, are – uh, a pretty decent team. Obviously, they were very up and down this year. They were winning crazy close games, all that sort of stuff. Uh, I'm going I'm to go Vikings over San Fran. Put them in my final four. So I'm going to go with San Fran over the Vikings. and it's, it's, it's just basically scratch right now. But I think that San Fran's defense is on point. I mean, they are just on fire. I mean, obviously, they have a really great pass rush. Uh, and honestly, I just don't think that – you know. I mean, I think the one caveat to that is – they have gotten torched like they did with uh, Jarrett Stidham, uh, you know, with the whole entire uh, Oakland Raiders game or Las Vegas Raiders game. Uh, but honestly, it, it all comes down to Kirk Cousins. Can he get that monkey off his back with prime time and, and under the lights kind of games? So we'll see. So I'm going to go still San Fran. Brock Purdy making it to the Final Four. And then to round out mine, I'm going Eagles over Vikings. Chief, uh, I'll have the Chiefs win their game. And then uh, and we'll go uh, Eagles over Chiefs in the Super Bowl this year. Look at you. So I'm going to go with San Fran over the Eagles, mainly for the sole fact that if San Fran can muster up the courage to beat Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, and, and, and obviously your boy TJ Hawkinson, then they think they can easily take down A.J. Brown, Devontae, uh, Devontae Smith. So – I'm looking at it and just I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping and praying Brock Purdy can point up put up a little bit of points to get some pressure off that San Fran defense, but I think I'm gonna go with Nick Bosa and the boys from San Fran to make it to the Super Bowl, and I'm gonna go with the Buffalo Billies. Okay, I'm going with the Billy Goats as the Super Bowl champion team of destiny. I think when Demar Hamlin went down, it became their uh, Super Bowl. Pretty honest, pretty, pretty, pretty honest. I agree with that. I like to be, that. To be honest with you, that's what I think is the Billy Goats ended up becoming uh, the, the team of destiny because, you know, DeMar's on their side, and I think they got a lot of hype around them and a lot of motivation to go out there and win it for him. So, San Fran getting beat by the Buffalo Bills. That is our NFL brackets. Uh, follow along with us. And see what happens there. Uh, as again, the uh, playoffs kick off Saturday. You got the Seahawks and San Fran at four thirty, and the NFC, and then the AFC. You got the eight fifteen game, Chargers Jags, and then Sunday you got Dolphins Bills, Giants Vikings, Ravens Bengals, and then the Monday night game. I got Cowboys, Monday off too. I'm Bucks. so hype. I'm Mon so hype. For what? I got Monday off. What? What? What do you get it off for? Was teacher work day or something? Martin Luther King Day, by the way. <laughs> Okay, well, I'm not going to complain. Uh, let's, uh, yeah, I got nothing more to say about that. Uh, all right, let's, let's hit it. heard of him. Yeah, let's, let's hit, hey, 
Shout out to, to MLK. Uh, Shout let's hit in the him. final lap. Chance to talk about some of the bigger stories in sports. We will start, as I can pull up the video here, uh, with Quay Walker. And there we go. Let me uh, make it big. So this was the Quay Walker shoving the team doctor guy the trainer it's like it's like what here's another view of that it's like what are you doing <laughs> i mean what is he thinking mike i i just i don't understand it because it's a trainer going to help a hurt player and he's like get out of my way and he's like pushes him out of that like what did he think that, that was, was like a-, a coach or something it's like what a, just the, I don't the know, guy's wearing him. a damn beanie he's wearing a beanie hat yeah he has to be a coach or something I mean, let's be honest here. He's wearing a blue beanie hat. So he knows it's from the Lions. And also, he got ejected from the game and gave a 15-yard penalty to the Lions, which ended up – I don't think that really made a huge difference in the game. But honestly, that's let's be that's just stupid. He's, he's a moron. Texans fire Lovey Smith after one season. This is just after firing the previous coach after one season. It's like, who are they trying to hire in Houston at this point? <laughs> like, what are you doing? I don't know. I mean, the, the point is – you're trying to go into Houston, and Houston is so dumb. Now, I, I like Lovey Smith. I think he's I think he's a good coach for the, for the most part. But you're looking at it and saying, Houston's so dumb. They literally won a meaningless game in the last week of the season to give away the number one overall pick, which has stipulations to it. Yeah, now the Bears, John Z's Bears. Uh, John. With that pick, which for them, they can do a lot of different things with. They could trade down if they want. If somebody wants to go get Bryce Young, uh, they and could over the text. use it yep. to go get, you know, defensive guy. I mean, like, there's just different things they could do with that. Um, so, and then the last bit actually is what we'll talk about in a, mo- or a moment with our money line. Uh, and that is, uh, by the way, our money line is sponsored by our folks over at DraftKings Sportsbook. The NFL playoff picture is locked in and it is our go-to place for wild card Round action. Uh, it's DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. To kick off the road to Super Bowl 57, new customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in free bets instantly. It's wild. Plus, all new and existing cup. Uh, all new and existing customers can get a no-sweat bet each day of the wild card round this weekend. Just place any NFL bet of your choice, and if it loses, you'll get a free bet back up to $10. Action so good. Why bet NFL playoffs anywhere else? Uh, you know, you got a lot of great matchups coming up. We'll talk about our picks in a moment. Uh, a lot of great opportunities to use uh, this no-sweat bet and things like that. Mike and I both love the no-sweat bets. That's that's when you go in, you know, oh, yeah. you know hey, this doesn't work out. No sweat. Mike's not sweating. I'm not sweating. You're getting that money back. Uh, here's what yeah. you do. You download That's the right. DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code DC Crossover. New customers can bet $5 on the NFL and get 200 in free bets instantly only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code DC Crossover. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. Go see the show notes for all the details for those podcast listeners, and we'll put it up on the YouTube notes as well. Uh, that is, again, DraftKings Sportsbook, our wonderful partner. Uh, go use our code, people. I don't know who's using it, yeah. but go use code it. Code it up. Go use it at this point. Uh, uh, picks of the week, the money line. All right. So my lock, speaking of NFL action, I talked about it earlier. I think Vikings over Giants here. I like Vikings minus three. Over New York, uh, that is my lock. And then my dog, 
Uh, it's TCU tonight, plus 13 and a half. Obviously, uh, you know, if you're listening to this, you might not have much time to get this bet in before the game. <laughs> so this is just more my pick. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm going, definitely going uh, uh, TCU here. I love the plus 13 and a half tonight. That's for sure. Um, so yes, go horned, horned frogs, horned toads. What are they? Horny toadies. All horny right. Toads. So, uh, <laughs> horny toadies. Oh, man. What, what the hell is a horned frog anyways? Um, so my lock of the week, Cincy versus Baltimore. The whole entire, oh, is Lamar going to play this and that? Garbage. I think their defense is just average. It's not like the defenses of late, um, you know, in 2000 and all those kind of years. Uh, but Cincy, I just think that they're just pissed off. I mean, I think they're pissed off about the whole entire coin toss thing and all the other stuff that's going on. So I think Cincy has this lock. Minus six and a half is my lock. And the dogs, I'm going with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Plus three versus Dallas at home. I think Tom Brady's is going to go out there and start scoring early, honestly, because I think Dallas right now is on the ropes because Dak was getting grilled, grilled at the press conference saying, Dude, what's up with all the picks? What's up with all the mistakes? Right. Like, what's up with all – oh, and he's like, oh, it's not going to happen again. It's not going to happen again. Well, you have Tom Brady in the playoffs, so, you know, have at it, bud. And that's the biggest thing is I think a lot of teams and people were saying, like, oh, Tom Brady's old. Well, I think a lot of teams don't want to play Tom Brady in the playoffs because it's a do-or-die, one-and-done type game. He's going to go out there, use his IQ and his prowess – and and I guess you could say intimidation of all the Super Bowl rings to go out there and and tear you tear your pieces. I mean, I think Mike Evans might have a huge game. You never know what's going to happen. Maybe Leonard Fournette wakes up. But overall, I think that Tampa Bay is going to take it down plus three for the Buccaneers. Those are our money line picks. Go use DraftKings. Go use the code DC crossover. Uh, as far as upcoming show stuff, I mean, yeah, obviously with. Uh, we'll still be talking a little NFL as the playoffs continue through, so we'll we'll definitely not stray away from football too much. But it will start to be uh, you know hockey and basketball heavy. But we've also got on the baseball side of things. I mean, pitchers and catchers report in like a month, uh, so I think we'll be getting into. I mean, you know, next month and stuff, we'll be getting into some Nats preview uh, talk as we look forward to another terrible Nats season where they'll finish last in the division. Uh, but you can always uh, sh- join in the conversation, not only when we do live shows, but also feel free to comment on the on-demand videos or on Twitter, the DC crossover and at Cerrone 16. And then the talk, man, go like us on talk DC crossover podcast. That is the place to be before we leave. Mike, what would you charge me if I came to your house and cleaned your trash cans? I would say a, a case of Trulies. Lemonades, of course. I mean, that sounds pretty good to me. I wouldn't mind that. Uh, Funny story. I told I told John on TikTok that this is our outro, and he just liked it. That's it. No comment back no, or anything. No comment back. Man, just like he hates us. John Z, <laughs> shout out the Bears, number one pick, baby. One pick. We'll see you next time. This has been another episode of <laughs> the DC Crossover. Crank it up. <laughs> <laughs>